Hello, Tom. Hello, Dana. I don't know why I decided to sound like Johnny Cash when I said that. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of formality uh, amongst friends. <laughs> right, because that's what <laughs> friendship is based on. Cold-hearted formalities. <laughs> Strictly. Call each other by our father's names. <laughs> Already so, we've derailed. Okay. So, <laughs> so hello, loyal listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us again. We are so as you know, we, we are hoping to discuss the the culture of toy collecting. And uh I guess first off, Tom, did you get anything cool this week? Uh I did, but first, what's the name of our podcast? Oh yeah. Two guys talking toys. Yes, sir. <laughs> and those two guys? That's us. <laughs> uh let's jump right into it. Uh new new finds. Um, I have not found anything new myself on the store shelf. However, Target really kind of redeeming itself in my eyes. I actually received my order of Python Patrol troopers in the mail. I was shocked. Yes. After delaying it twice, right? They finally shipped. <laughs> I got the third notification. My immediate thought was, well, here comes the cancellation because sure. But now they said we shipped your troopers. Enjoy. Right. Something's Good. Coming. Are we allowed to badmouth Target on this? Because we depend so much on their storefront. And so I don't I don't, see... oh, well, I'll I'm... just say we've had difficulty. Let's just leave it at that. We've had difficulty ordering online from Target. Listen, until until Target decides they want to sponsor the show, we can talk about them however we feel. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that's true. So Python Patrol on the way. So I that... did pick up, uh, in fact, got delivered. I found it on sale clearance at a big bad toy store which is a shameless plug that i will not get anything for i found i got the 11 inch x-ray figure super seven oh, bats oh that's a good get that is a good get was and it on it was, sale or regular price it was on clearance it was like 50 bucks not that's even 50 bucks really good yeah i mean he doesn't have like articulated hip joints but that's okay he looks pretty cool so i always have this i have this vision of him being like the master mold of the bats <laughs> as i set him up with somebody's throat clenched in his little claw hand holding him up in the air as the other bats celebrate at his feet are you are you going to be displaying him with your your three and three and three quarter inch joes or are you going to put him with classifieds <clears throat> no with the classifieds i think good I think plan be good yeah, yeah. And then secondly, uh, you know that I cannot leave a wayward toy laying in the parking lot. What I, did you find? I've got, I've got a collection of <laughs> plushes and, and things that I find in parking lots that I can't leave there to die. So <laughs> this little lion, plush lion thing, loyal listeners, if you could see it, it's really cute. It's yellow and has an orange mane. And if your child has lost this outside of the target, <laughs> uh, anywhere on Long Island, let me know and I'll be glad to send it to you. So describe that in a little more detail, like your, your history with, with doing this. Oh, yeah. It started, uh, I guess... I don't even know, a long time ago. And I have found everything from little army men to plastic La La Loopsy dolls to uh, that terry cloth plush fish sitting on my dashboard in the Jeep that I'm sure you've noticed. And there's a little like caterpillar, like it looks like a chew toy for children. Mm -hmm. I guess it's called a teething something, but mm -hmm. chew toy is probably not the accurate. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, people give kids two toys. Um, so you're accumulating a little uh, 
a little classroom cluster from like Toy Story 3. Yeah, yeah, it really is an island of misfit toys. Uh, and and I can't I can't just leave a toy sitting in a parking lot. It's just the way it goes. It amazes me that you find these on, f- fairly frequently. At most, maybe I'll get lucky and find a 20 blown around a parking lot, but never a toy. I would I would rather find a 20 than a little plush <laughs> lion, to be honest with you. But that's just me. I'll trade you. I'll sell you this little plush lion for $20. The next 20 I find blowing around a parking lot. Sold. Sold. I like it. Deal. <laughs> I'll even sell it to you for 15 Um so uh loyal listener aside from our idiocy uh we have uh the goal of just talking about toy culture and we thought it would be fun if each week uh we took turns coming up with a topic of conversation so this week is uh tom's turn so what are we discussing today mr tom so i so i we 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 put together a pretty pretty comprehensive list uh, ranging from both serious and silly. And I, I guess the topic that I kind of settled on isn't, it's not super serious, come on guys, but it, it's, a, it's a pretty big topic of discussion mm-hmm. pretty regularly. So Dana, what are your thoughts on scalping versus selling for profit? Because there, there, there is a distinction between the two. Right, yes. Oh, so you you want me to offend people? <laughs> okay, so I would say th- so. Let's make that differentiation. So the the scalping is should we uh, define should we define I guess what scalping means within the yeah, realm of toy collecting for the loyal listeners so they know where we're coming from. I suppose so. Both you and I have, have been long time collectors, and. Uh, and sellers. We have both done uh, eBay and we were partners in a small stake, I would say, in a very cool uh, flea market type toy selling uh, brick and mortar, which is called Retro Relics in Lake Grove. Another uh, shameless shameless plug that I'm not going to get anything for, but if you're in the Lake Grove area, go check them out. Um, and so, so we've, we've had some, some experience there. So Tom, what, when you're asking me that, what do you think is a scalper? So I guess the, the most simple version of it, a lot of people, I guess in in the same way that people consider the person with the hoodie and the non-distinct face to be the Unabomber. (laughs) The Unabomber? Or that guy in the movie theater commercial who's recording. Only people in hoodies with a camera that they raise up to their face recording the movie. Uh, Right. And and loyal listeners know that I am wearing a hoodie and looking (laughs) into the face of a camera. (laughs) So you are stealing this movie. You're terrible. You are are part of the problem. But I, but I think the, the the classic image that is kind of conjured up by people when they think of a scalper is you're 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 overage again. I'm going to harken back to Toy Story that that oversized, neck bearded, pushing oh, up so the glasses. People. Okay. Oh yeah, we, we we've all seen them. We've, loyal we've all... listeners, I also have a beard <laughs> and glasses. <laughs> Tom, what are you trying to say? How are you? You are in much better shape than than what you what people would imagine as your scalper. Someone that that trolls a toy aisle, and the second the second that that new product hits, the second that a hard to find item hits the shelf, there they are, as if it's the supermarket spree, and they've won, and they just threw it all into a cart. 
they run it up to the to the toy shelf or they I'm sorry uh, the 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 cashier they buy it all they immediately run right back home they trudge downstairs after yelling at their mom and then they sell it on eBay for as much money do? as possible I don't know she just wanted to bring them some more, some new Tostitos or something <laughs> but they don't have time for that because they are selling these short packed items for as much money as they can possibly get uh the, the, the depriving actual collectors of an item that they genuinely wanted and wanted to put in their collection. So I think that's the, maybe not a hundred percent accurate, but I believe that that has kind that's... of become the mindset, the immediate image that is conjured up when you hear the term scalper. Uh, I guess, I guess uh, to be a little bit more succinct, someone who gets a hold of hard to find items to artificially inflate their scarcity and to drive up their perceived value. And in okay. the process, depriving people who really w- do want to own that item, uh, the chance to get said item. Right. Well, well, when you say scalper, I'm like thinking outside the stadium, the big jacket, you know, when they used to portray <laughs> them with the watches inside, like they open a jacket and there's just a number of like Tiger Force Outback figures and Suzuka <laughs> inside the jacket. He's like, don't you want... Don't you want to classify? There's only two ways that that, that scenario can run. They're either a flasher, and that's terrible too, <laughs> or they're a scalper, which is also terrible. Right. You seem to be quite the expert in uh, these sort of characters of ill repute, Tom. So we're going to have to <laughs> delve into that. So so creating a false uh, scarcity because they bought all of them and yes. because of said false scarcity – they then can charge two to three times what they normally do as opposed to profiting, which, so you and I both sort of had what is maybe looked upon as some sort of moral way of doing this. So when you and I were selling, we would buy one for ourselves and then one to sell and leave the rest on the shelf for like-minded people to buy. So, <clears throat> and even you know, that was kind of contingent on whether or not, or whether or not there are a lot of items available. If we, if, if you and I both walked in by ourselves or together, and we get there, and there's say four Tiger Force Duke sitting there, and let's say he's super duper rare and super duper short packed, and we walk in, and there's four sitting there. You would purchase one, I would purchase one, and would probably leave at least one, possibly yeah. two, knowing knowing of the scarcity. Um, right. And if you're by yourself and there's just one there, sure, because you want that. Uh, oh, if there's just if one the, there, it's mine. Yes, absolutely. If there is two, for, for me, that becomes more of a question. If there's three, then I feel as though it's not as terrible for you to grab two, leave one. That Somebody is getting there. Somebody is getting one. I think that that's, right. that's not despicable. Right. I agree. But then, you know, the, the other side of that uh, is that you and I were doing it as sort of a side hustle. You yes. know, it was something we love doing and love spreading the joy of toys because we're just geeks like that. So um, if somebody is doing this, I suppose, maybe to make a living, mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, that um, one, I don't know many people who do this for just you know that's their sole income most most people do it as a side hustle and some people have more time than others Mm -hmm. but i do have uh strong feelings there is a gentleman 
and I do know his name and I won't say it, but he, uh, who does come to our target. And I told you the other day, I, I entered target with chagrin in the morning and, and saw carts of the new uh, He-Man line uh, and the new G.I. Joe Tiger Force coming out, like literally carts of them, like a cases yeah. full. And, uh, and it was this gentleman that is quite loquacious when he's in the toy department, if you happen to run into him. Mm-hmm. But um, he also looks like one of the men in black, like the sky aliens. <laughs> but um, he is proud. Like he, he will boast about how many he buys and that he, you know, at least he's grateful to have the resources to do so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it, it kind of hurts to hear him say it when you walk in right behind him and he's got a cart full of, <laughs> action figures and <laughs> and you just want one you just yeah can i just have one and he's like no I'm, I'm taking these and i'll gladly sell you one for 60 dollars out in the parking lot right now even though i just bought it for 24.99 and i think that that is part of the what makes it such an issue like it, it, especially with a with a guy like that or someone who may not voice it but that's clearly what they're doing you know that this person is not they're not getting one for a friend they're not getting it for other people who are having a hard time finding it they're not uh you know they're not doing it in their own their only intention the only reason that they're buying it and, and i don't even know if they get any sort of personal joy out of it like i don't know if they have a collection at home where they go home to and they open one up and they put it up there and they they enjoy it but it i don't know if this person even has that like their only intention is just to resell it i i hate that Right. I feel taken advantage of sometimes because there are many a good people uh, and there are good people who sell sell toys, uh, yes. you know, and profit um, that are our true collectors like um, you and I and, and some of the people we've met in our little circle, which is very little. Um, who, who the toy is, is the joy. And, yes. you know, un, you know, understanding the character and the articulation and the backstory and um, especially now with all the stuff that we grew up with coming back with better designs mm-hmm. um, and that nostalgia. And the nostalgia is the X factor, I yeah. think, um, even more so sometimes than demand mm-hmm. or or, you know, uh, inventory. And and that's that's the price that I think people are putting on things and that's that's a value that's difficult to quantify Mm -hmm. and i think it gets inflated when people try to quantify nostalgia and and that's when you run into that like people want it because they want it and so that gives me the right to charge whatever i want um but i don't know so then on the other side of the argument scalping so we've defined that loyal listeners and when you listen to this uh, I would love to hear your comments, uh, and I'm sure some of you are going to take offense if you have a neck beard or live in a basement. <laughs> so to those very friendly neck bearded basement dwellers, we're sorry if we defend you. So what about the people who, who buy it for profit? So you were talking about that rare figure. So the 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 rare Tom action figure that's short packed, one figure per case. Mm-hmm. He's glow in the dark, kung fu grip, <laughs> and translucent. Oh, I love and, this. Where can yes, I buy this figure? And has a uh, voice activated 
response AI intelligence that you can have a conversation with and they'll make your bed. This figure <laughs> is so rare that I find it. I find three of them at Target. And as a good person, I buy one for me and one to sell because you don't need one because you are Tom and you do go <laughs> in the dark and you do make your own bed. So you don't, you don't need this toy. That would be selfish of you to buy it. So now I've got one to sell. And let's say I paid 30 bucks for this thing. Mm -hmm. Then what, what is a good profit for me and not what you would consider to be me taking advantage of all the Tom glow in a dark bed making Tom dolls that are going to be out there. <laughs> oh, that's that's actually a really good question. Um, when I manage to get a hold of something uh, that it, that I do intend to sell for profit, it's almost not worth my while. And I think that's why I kind of veer into I don't want to say vintage, but items that came out years ago or. I'm more inclined to sell things that are in my collection that came out years ago that I've now decided that I don't want anymore. And also mm. maybe coincides with uh, uh, becoming a highly sought after figure. Some sort um, of trend. But, yes. Yeah. I My profit goal is to make probably, if I can make back twice as much as what I paid for it, I think that's ideal. And, and again, it, I don't think... That if you're, again, like if your sole purpose of getting stuff is for profit, that seems odd. Again, um, unless that is your job, that is your your side hustle, or that is your profession. And even with that, it seems like people that tend to do this for profit tend to go after kind of like large lots. Uh, they go to estate sales. They go to like garage sales. And they get Especially like, the vintage stuff like you were just speaking about. Yeah. So you have something like that. My my goal is usually to to double the profit, um, which is part of the reason why I don't broom everything into the cart. Because my thought, my it seems short-sighted. Even though I've seen a lot of people, like when, when Cobra Island Baroness popped up, and I use and I say popped up in air quotes because I never saw her on a shelf, but I saw plenty mm -hmm. of her on on eBay where people that were, were just uh, what were we what were we seeing in the upwards of like 150? 120, 130, 150 bucks. Easily. I I always tended to do a 50% markup. So if mm -hmm. I paid 30 bucks for something, mm -hmm. and it was something that could still be found on the shelves. I'm not talking about, you know, the glow in the dark Tom figure from 1985. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about it just hit the shelves yeah, and it's hard to new, find. New to the I, shelf, new to the shelf 50% markup yeah, sounds so fair. If, so if I if I bought it for 30 bucks, if I bought a $30 Tom, I would sell it for 45. I think I think that that's fair and, and probably an idea because because even then you're taking into account getting the figure. So you're 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 plunking down say what, what were you saying 30 bucks? 30 bucks. You're plunking down about 30 bucks. You're you're taking into account and I know a lot of people don't like this this breakdown of of expenses, but it I is. I to say, a, I know a lot of people don't like a glow in the dark translucent. A lot, a, lot, a lot of people don't like that. However, they can <laughs> jump off a bridge because they're awesome. But you 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 look at the the initial cost of the figure. You look at the the just time you spend looking for said figure. You look into uh, the amount that it costs for gas, and now and I don't know how much this was a big factor before not 
not so much, probably more so now, shipping costs. Almost no, I don't think yeah. I have shipped anything in the past two months, three months. I don't think I've shipped anything for less than $10. Almost no matter what it is. I think right. at some point I hit nine ninety seven, but any it, pretty much everything much, has how been. How much did that uh, mail away bride cost you to? to how was, oh, was the freight on that? Well, I, I, we have to look at the conversion rate from. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, what is the? Don't 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 give a <laughs> don't don't give a specific currency. <laughs> Do not do it. <laughs> but, worth every penny? Maybe not so much. <laughs> But yes, yeah, shipping costs are, I don't want to say crippling, but they sure do eat into your costs, especially if you're selling via eBay, who yeah. their their bites just get bigger and bigger out of whatever profit you may be hoping and to make. And I think that is part of the problem, is mm -hmm. that it's becoming more and more difficult to sell on eBay. You get the money later. It sells. You don't mm -hmm. get the money till three days later. So then you can't ship until three days later. Yep. And they're taking a bigger bite. Uh, the freight has gone up exponentially in the last three years. Um, I think, you know, that's part of the problem. And 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 the issue is you, your real options are eBay mm -hmm. or or I mean, you're more uh, well-versed in other websites than I am, but <clears throat> essentially waiting for something to show up on Amazon and go on sale or yeah. Walmart or Target. But, you know, for the the hard to find stuff, you know, people who find it are going to sell it on eBay or you have to go to one of those specialty uh, collector stores like yes. um, Retro Relic and, and Time Warp and Milo's Collectibles, all shameless plugs that I'm not getting anything <laughs> for. Um, and all wonderful people. Uh, so, you know, that being the option, especially because it gives you a broader view, right? Because there are people selling stuff all over the country. So what's yeah. hard to find here may be easy to find in Sheboygan and mm -hmm. there they just, you know, can post it. So oh, so here's here's another question. Uh, speaking of, of specialty shops, um, comic book shops, places like GameStop or whatever, when you walk into one of those stores, I, I want to say more, more specifically comic shops, uh, someplace like Forbidden Planet or Midtown Comics, um, or, or, oh, I forgot. What is, I forgot the name of the one in Fourth the mall. World. Fourth World. Fourth oh, World. the one in the mall, Newberry. Yes. Newberry. So Newberry, you walk in and I, we've, we've seen it with our own eyes. And I also see reports online of sightings where. Yeah, we're dropping be, a lot of plugs today. Yeah, you're all welcome. Or at least rattled off like, like eight names of places that they don't even really know we exist. Or at least listen to the show and bump our viewership up to four. That'd be great. <laughs> right. That'd be amazing. Um, but if you see something listed in any of those shops, and those are almost without fail in the upwards of 10 to $15 above what you would find them in a brick and mortar like Target or, or Walmart. Right. Is that scalping? Well, uh, you have to understand that like, and, and coming from someone who who has tried to sell product in Walmart mm -hmm. uh, in a former life, they they cut you out. Like you you can't make a profit selling mm -hmm. to Walmart. Like you have to get a leader loss in there yeah. and then build on that line in order to make profits. It's it's really a numbers game. So um, for Walmart to carry something, they want to mark it up seventy percent. Mm -hmm. So if you 
think that you know Walmart's selling something for uh ten dollars that means they bought it for three so mm-hmm. those retails those smaller shops like you just named uh aren't buying obviously those kind of numbers and don't have don't have the clout to demand those kind of markups mm-hmm. they're they're paying close to retail what Walmart is selling for so you know they're going to have to mark it up a little bit because they're not making 70% on those Marvel Legends figures where Walmart is mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm glad you put that out there because I I know that there's a lot of you see it sometimes on on various different forums where something will be listed or you'll see someone mention whatever website uh even even a lot of the online retailers who if they are importing a Japanese item and they list it for whatever amount and you see a lot of the immediate kind of hammer fisting of the keyboard where people are yelling well it, it only lists it on, on, on if you import it from Amazon Japan it's only whatever amount not almost always excluding how much you have to pay for shipping, for shipping uh, yeah. and then ignoring the fact that like you said these guys probably have to pay close to retail before they even get the product and now they have to sell it through their store mm-hmm. and make a profit off of it hence the the, the inflated price right and then you got to think you got to add in all like you know walmart gets foot traffic like crazy obviously yeah. Uh, you know, they've got to get the marketing and get people in the door. And and it's a whole, you know, those little shops, those cool little comic shops that we all know, mm-hmm. um, you know, they don't they don't have an easy go of things, which is why we don't have any on the eastern part of the island there. Yeah, there just aren't any. I, I, I like this. I like this line of questionings. I have I now have more questions for you. So <laughs> <laughs> a few months ago. Uh, Mattel. Mattel has been selling things on their website through through uh, Mattel Creations, and it looks like they're trying to get a pretty decent handle on the best way to do it. Because after all these years, they still can't quite crack the code. Um, the Origins line for He Man, they were yep. offering one dar. Did you hear about the one dar debacle? I I did uh, through you. I think you told yes. me about it. Yes. Uh, it. You know, even when I was a kid, I thought one dar was just dumb but uh apparently people wanted this bread hero and yeah. uh yeah so it was it, it i was... mean if it came with a sandwich i might <laughs> i might have considered it cool if but... i if i remember correctly i think the classics version which i which i don't own um i think the classics version of him does come with like a loaf of bread uh oh, well say that's something <laughs> so why don't you for our loyal listeners who may not know the debacle why don't you give us an outline of that? So Maddie, Maddie Creations decided that it would be a good idea to offer Wondar via the website for a limited time. Because I, I, I'm trying to think if they had, it's it slipped in my mind if they had done this before. I believe they had offered someone else through the website before this. And it, so, oh, maybe I think it was Koldar. I want to say there was a character named Koldar that they offered through the website. He was he was a, an exclusive. He had never been in the line before. And it took him about, I think about a half hour to sell out. So Wondar was up next. And Wondar is not a character that I care about, primarily because he's not a snake man. So I don't really care about him. But right. I, the opportunity to get him arose. So I was like, well, why not? Sales started at 12, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I, I call up my... I, I open up my phone, I get on the site, I sign in, 
and I get ready to, to try and guess the capture. You got to click those lights. You got to make sure that you have your number and all that information in there. I log in at 12 o'clock. I'm in. It goes live. And I'm like, yeah, it sells out. And I'm like, wait, what? What's <laughs> Did happening? it sell out as fast as the translucent glow in the dark, Tom? I if if I had a figure that sold out as fast as the initial offering of Wondar, I would be a happy guy. I don't know how many, I don't know how many units that they had had, had pre-produced to put up for sale. I don't know how many. I'm presuming a few thousand uh, with a limit of, I want to say a limit of two. I don't, I don't remember offhand, but these sold out in, a, I want to say about a minute, a minute to two minutes. And I, I kind of laughed it off because it was absurd how quickly it sold out. Uh, but then I started looking up things online and seeing people who do, I had never seen purchase videos before on YouTube, but apparently that's a thing, which is very entertaining to watch. Wait, so someone, people posted a video of themselves online buying Red Hero. Yes. So, okay. oh my goodness, we have a we have a warning of nine minutes. I'm going to have to upgrade Zoom if we're going to continue <laughs> having these kind of deep conversations. But yeah, but yes. Uh, they... Way to let our listeners know that we are cheap. <laughs> That that's where the that's where the time limit comes. Full transparency. And we've flown any uh target sponsorship tonight. That was for sure. Maybe they'll appreciate our honesty and jump right. on the bandwagon. Um right. but yes, the, yeah, there there are people who will re they'll, they'll record themselves um going to the website, doing the purchase, and then we'll discuss how easy or not easy it was to purchase said item. And so the debacle was how quickly they sold out. Yes. So they okay. were they were wiped out almost Im immediate within minutes. So there was so they so they they were wiped out. It was sold out. I went about my day, but then later saw that Mattel had offered a secondary wave. I guess maybe they had they had done something wrong extra, with the, the initial. Yeah. yeah. So so they found a few boxes that fell off the truck in the back. They put those up for sale. So then so they were like, well, just order some more. People jump back on, including myself, because now it's the principle of the thing. I order one dollar. Right. Once there are principalities involved yeah. on you... buying a repainted hero that represents Wonder Bread, <laughs> you can't you let that get go. Can't let that go. So I so I I ordered two, and people were like, oh, okay. So they 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 there was an issue. They course corrected. All is right with the world. And then about a day or two later massive cancellations anyone that ordered something in that second that second wave had their order canceled so now you've not only kicked the hornet's nest you've doused it in gasoline and they're furious people were ticked off that lead that led to weeks and weeks of yelling and screaming mattel attempted to placate the people by offering a discount coupon I think I think it, I think the code was just one dar to rub salt in the wound. So on because you would absolutely be going back to buy more now that you've met now that they've messed this up. But now you have a coupon that gives you a good fifteen percent off on something that is not one dar. However, the, I guess the happy ending to this is that they saw how much anger and rage there was about people not being able to get their Wonder Bread He Man, and they reoffered one dar as a pre order. So they will actually be making more, but you'll just have to wait for it. So you could then just order however many you wanted. 
and go from there. So this leads to my, we may have to do two parts to this because I, I still, I still have more questions for you regarding scalping or not scalping. And one of the, one of the questions is available order versus pre-order. If you're ordering a lot, is that scalping? Hmm. Interesting. I do like that places who come up with uh, items that they then are creating a limited run mm -hmm. on purpose, like Wondar. Mm -hmm. um, I can't even say that with a straight face, like Wondar, <laughs> um, uh, that they limit it to two purchases. Uh, I, I think that's responsible. Obviously, they had other hangups in this process but i think that's responsible and i don't i don't think that's necessarily scalping because they are purposely making a limited run mm -hmm. like that's the goal right because you don't know that there's a big market out yes. there um so you're just doing that limited edition but additionally i think our tom figure should we should re-release one that maybe doesn't glow in the dark that is, oh, or or no, the what it should be translucent, and the one that glows in the dark should be s from Sunbeam bread, <laughs> and and we could have our own limited run. <laughs> Sunbeam, Tom. So, so I guess as as an addendum, I I, I feel. <laughs> oh no, that's that's the inferior Tom. <laughs> Just oat, oatmeal flavored with raisins. No, no, it would, it would, it would shelf warm. It would collect dust. It would go on clearance, and then Target. I thought you said, I thought you said self warm. Like who, who would want self warming bread? Well, Is it radioactive? It... Like how would that happen? How else will it glow in the dark? It's self warming if you just stick just, it in your armpit. Just leave for thirty it there. seconds. Just leave it there. It's fine. I, I guess I should as a because we will absolutely be attacked by people with the well actuallys. I feel it's it's my my duty to put out there that we know that Wonder Bread He Man technically has nothing to do with Wonder Bread. Apparently the, right. the story the story was released way back when. Right. That right, right, right. it was it was a, it was like a weird set of rumors and the telephone game and people right. started associating it with Wonder Bread. Because he was... would have spots on him, which, yes. which would be cooler. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just it's just fun <laughs> to, to make fun of Wondar. Um, yes, we have four minutes left, Tom. And I need to say that I would love our loyal listeners to kindly and considerately tell us how they feel about uh, our conversation topic for today. Uh, and again, those who are kind and considerate might get mentioned. Those who are not will be uh, aptly ignored. We will and... fight you. We will show up at your house. Will Jay and Silent Bob Tom, you? Tom is in rare the... form today, offending people, <laughs> just threatening to fight. I don't know what is going on. I'm we got saying... him fired. He's just fired up. Thinking about a, a one six scale Tom translucent in nature, glowing in the dark. I'm just saying we, we will we will gladly hop on a Southwest airline and once the delays are over, show up at your house and what? Let you have it. And by let Tom, you have it, we mean Tom, the inferior uh, glow in the dark Tom's Tom mouth is writing checks his body can't <laughs> cash right now. But secondly, Tom, perhaps you would like now that we've offended everybody and threatened them, you would like 
you would like to tell them where they can send uh, all of their hate mail and yes, how absolutely. they can find us. After 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 demanding that you not at us, please feel free to at us at uh, two guys talking toys. That that is the number two talking toys. No G after the talking. Uh, also, if you want to if you want to write us an email, you can include pictures or viruses or whatever it is you feel you need to include wait, to get wait, your you point across. Viruses? Absolutely, no one sends anything aside from viruses via email these days. Uh, feel our 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 email is also the same as the Twitter handle: two guys talking toys. Number two, no G. I'd just like to add: I like to get my viruses the old-fashioned way. Yeah, <laughs> hand-to-hand contact yes, after by a firm handshake. Up- picking up toys in the parking lot that have been slobbered on by toddlers and run over by tractor trailers. That's, <laughs> that's how I get my viruses these days. Uh, a minute or less coming up. Uh, I just want to say thank you for listening for those who I'm hoping will listen in the future and uh, make sure you reach out to us. We'll be grateful to hear from you. And if you find cool toys, send us pictures. Of yes. your collection. Wouldn't that be cool? Let's see some pictures of people's collections. That would be really neat. And yeah, and weigh, weigh, weigh in on the topic. Scout, scalping or not scalping? Your, your your opinions, your takeaways, your is it is it or is it not? Scalping of toys, not in the uh, Native American sense. We don't want pictures or thoughts on people being scalped. Yes, let's not do that. Let's just assume it's bad. Don't Don't send us scalp pictures. <laughs> Unless like you're balding or something, you want some questions. Uh, I take it back. Don't send us that either. We are not doctors. I can't recommend anything to help you with your scalp. Tom is ripping me tonight. So hoodie, <laughs> glasses, bearded, bald. We, hey, I, I love you just the way you are. Thanks, buddy. I wish you glowed in the dark. <laughs> All right. Signing off, loyal listeners. Thank you. Take care, everybody. <laughs>